This broadcast of the PJC Media Network seeks to present wholesome, thought-provoking, and entertaining content. However, the views expressed by the hosts of PJC Media are theirs and theirs alone. They do not reflect the views of this network or its affiliates. Please utilize listener discretion. Hi, everyone. Welcome to the Let's Talk About It with Jenny White Show. Each week, we feature different topics concerning issues that sometimes can be difficult to talk about. These issues concern children and adults who may be autistic, have Asperger's, or have mental disorders of any kind. We will discuss law enforcement and how they interact with these persons. Now, let's start the show. Just tuned in to another episode of Let's Talk About It with Jenny White. Join Jenny every Friday at 8 p.m. Eastern Time for great guest commentary, interviews, and so much more right here on PJC Media. Okay, and welcome to the Let's Talk About It with Jenny White show. Tonight, we are going to be talking about children and loaded guns don't mix. American gun owners are not getting the message that guns and children do not mix. In the last week, at least four children were injured by finding loaded guns, guns which legally should never have been left lying around where children were able to get them. Police in Utah, where a nine-year-old was shot in the head after finding a grandparent's weapon, reinforced that all guns in a home should be unloaded in a safe and that guns and ammo must be stored separately. If you don't have a safe, then you can get what's called a trigger lock that you buy when you buy the gun. They're cheap. Or most police departments, you can go to and get those trigger locks. They give them away for free. One day, a five-year-old child was shot in the chest by a gun that was found unsecured under a bed inside a Detroit home, police said. Every single day in America, kids get their hands on lethal weapons with disastrous consequences. This young man said he was going to watch cartoons. Instead, he opened his dad's gun safe. He reached up and took the key, opened the cabinet door, and pulled a 357 Magnum revolver with a snub nose in a safe pack with rifles it was the only loaded firearm Tyler then sat on the floor and faced a mirror gripping the pistol in his left hand he raised the barrel to his temple and pulled the trigger Every single day, children are hurt by guns. 
Most times, adults are to blame. We as adults should do better. And that having been said, let's talk about it with the Jenny White Show. And we're going to discuss children and loaded guns don't mix. Right now, I'd like to introduce my co-host, Mr. Coleman. How you doing? Good evening, Jenny White. How are you today? I'm fine, thank you. Good. So, uh, what do you what do you think about those guns? Yeah, I think it's uh, very unfortunate when you have negligent gun owners that don't secure their weapons properly, and you have these children that. Uh, get a hold of these weapons and, you know, play with them out of curiosity and kill themselves or kill others. You know, there was a recent incident I read in the paper as well. I actually didn't read the, the whole article, but I know it was a 14-year-old boy that had gotten killed, and uh, they believe it was gunplay. And I, But what I did read about the article, they couldn't find the gun. So I don't, you know, I have to follow up on that particular uh, article. Um, But I think that it's uh, very uh, unfortunate. It's very sad that, you know, it continues. And, um, you know, but they're starting to uh, arrest these parents, you know, these adults, you know, and, and charge them. You know, for being negligent. So I don't know and, if that's you know as a deterrent or not, but um, it's uh, it's unfortunate. Yes, and this young man, uh, Tyler, who shot himself, his dad had purchased. He was eleven, and his dad had purchased him a a gun. The thing I can't understand. Why are these adults giving these children guns? I I don't that's just me. Right now I'd like to introduce our guest. Hi, Mr. T C. Are you there? Hello. Hello, I'm here. Okay, how are you Hello? doing? With? I'm doing good. I'm doing good. Okay. Well, you know, one of the good things is I think this week uh, uh, they had what a ninety a seventy three million dollar uh, suit against Remington for oh, marketing these yes. guns yes. to kids. You know, right. and that was the way they got Remington. They couldn't get them. Uh, uh, they couldn't hold them liable for any other way. So the deal was they had to prove that they were marketing uh, their guns to, uh, you know, to kids. And that was the only way they won. But now what the interesting thing is I don't think that was all the kids that uh, that got killed at Sandy Hook. I think that was only a, a proportion of them. So now I guess the rest of the kids, uh, you know, that were were hurt by the guns, will be able to now sue whatever's left of Remington 
but I've been hearing them say that Remington went out of business. But I can't see how $73 million that you pay, that was paid by their insurance would put them out of business. So the question is, you know, when are we going to put holes on the guns that people buy? Especially they're saying the M- the M15 is one of the biggest guns that they sell to parents to give their, their kids, to teach their kids how to shoot. And I'm like, who in the world would, you know, give, give a kid, you know, 10, 11, 12 years old, practice on using a gun that he can't even hold up if he fired it in the first place? And so, see, that's I what guess. I couldn't understand when uh, – I read about, and that's not the first time I read it, that the parents have bought guns for the children. I don't really understand that, but I guess if you like to hunt and shoot, I I, I don't know. I just can't deal with that. I think children are too young and that they won't, you know, they're not thinking. All they want to do is pull the trigger. Well, okay, if you think, look at it like this. From the time a child is probably five years old, they get these, uh, show, these, uh, these video games that teach them how to shoot guns, shoot at everybody and all this stuff. And from the age of five, probably, all the way till their adulthood, they're probably playing maybe 10 or 15 hours a week just shooting people with guns. So, you know, you wonder how they know how to use it, and they practice every day. So what do you think going to happen when they, get, uh, when they get mad at someone? And see, I mean, that's the problem. Now, like I said, this young man knew where – his dad's safe was. He knew where the key was. He reached up and grabbed the key and took the uh, gun out. Of course, dad thought he had done something. He had locked it and he Mm -hmm. put the key up on top of it. That was the thing. It should not have been there. And then he he sat on the floor and faced a mirror now I don't know. Now that's what that's what I can't understand. How did he know to face the mirror and pull a gun up to his head and shoot himself? I mean, you know what I'm saying? Where would he could he have even learned that from? If not I, one of these video games, you know what I mean? Because that just don't seem natural for you know a little kid. You know, oh, let me go get this gun or let me sit in front of this mirror and see what happens. You know that there's something wrong with that story. I'm guessing I'm like Judge Judy. If it don't make sense, it ain't right. Well, the only thing I can think of was that maybe he thought that he could see how he looked after pulling the trigger. I, you know, 11 years old, he should have been told. And maybe he was. I don't know. I don't know. But that was horrible. That was horrible. And he's not coming back. It's a whole lot of them. 
I was reading about this young uh, young boy, and he and his dad were rolling on the grass playing. But uh, dad had his gun on his hip, I'm assuming, and somehow or another it went off and killed the child. Mm. So why would you have, you know, play around with a gun on your hip. There are so many stories about these children and these guns. You know they want to see how it does. And I think he he thought that if he faced a mirror and he shot himself, I'm assuming that he thought that he would be able to see how he looked after being shot. So that's that's the only thing I can think. Well, you know, uh, I was watching uh, television, I think it was the other day, and there was this... Uh, 13-year-old, and I think the other gentleman was like 14 or 15, one of the two, and they had found out that it's some kind of plant that you get, and uh, the seeds to it, to that plant, uh, will kill you if you eat, eat the seeds, right? So they went and ordered them a pack of seeds for it, and the mother <laughs> saw that the package came from someplace, you know, that didn't seem right to her. So she wouldn't, open, she wouldn't let him open the box. He kept trying to take in his room, right? And so she said, no, no, you're going to tell me what this is about. And after about five minutes, he told her that he was being bullied at school and that him and another friend of him of his decided that they were going to uh, get the plant, open the seeds, and then commit suicide together. Oh, my gosh. You know. But luckily, the mother was, you know, she said this package looked like it came from somewhere that, you know, he would never have, uh, you know, have known. And that's what piqued her curiosity, you know. I thought maybe they were uh, purchasing it because they wanted to give it to the other kids that were bullying them. I didn't know they were going to. It was just those two, you know. Uh, it was some. They were doing a science thing in in school, and they looked it up about this plant. Okay, so that's what actually uh, piqued their curiosity. Okay, and then the guy, by him being bullied all the time, he came up with this this thing. Him and his his friend, this pet, that they would uh, get the plant, open up, and then eat the seeds, and and watch each other die. Mm. And I was like. Where are these kids getting all these strange ideas from? You know, well, so it's, it's either a gun or go ahead. No, I was just gonna say, you know, with um, all this technology that they have access to, you really have to educate and censor your children. And with the suicide rates going up, you know, you really have to. Um, 
be aware of signs. I think sometimes parents can get so caught up, you know, in their, in their world, just trying to, you know, pay the bills and, and everything else and deal with their own issues and relationship issues. You know, sometimes the things our kids are going through, you know, just go over our head. You know, I, um, I mentor high school seniors. And so, you know, some of the stories that I hear, uh, is amazing, you know, some of the things that these children go through and are enduring, you know. Uh, uh, some of them are single parents, parent homes, and some of them are, you know, home alone a lot. And uh, so it's just uh, a number of different things that uh, these kids are faced with. And as far as the guns and gun violence, I remember – uh, it may have been the first gun I ever saw. I mean, I don't remember, you know, if it was the first I ever saw, but, you know, one of uh, the students in my sixth grade class brought a thirty-eight, you know, pistol revolver to, to class in the sixth grade. And we were like, you know, at all. I mean, I didn't want to touch it or nothing like that, but it was just a fact. Oh, it's a real gun, mm-hmm. you know. And so... uh so it's been around, you know, it's, you know, and, and you really have to uh, communicate to these children, you know, and, 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 and let them know, I mean, because they're not only at risk of gun violence when they find guns, but, you know, there's children that have been killed just riding in cars. You know, and, and, That's and true. shot during drive-bys. You know, uh, um, and I forget the young lady's name. Uh, uh, I think it was Aaliyah something. I uh, can't remember her name, but you know, I think she was a nine-year-old, and the, and this was in Detroit. And police came in on a on a no-knock warrant, and you know, one of the officers ended up shooting her. You know, she was laying on the couch with her grandmother. You know, they were looking for a felon who had killed uh, uh, another teenager at the at the corner store. I think it might have even been her father, you know. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, they ended up killing her. And so um, gun violence is very prevalent oh, yes. in our society. Uh, you know, there are places it's illegal to have a gun and, and and I think in Illinois, I think you got to go through you got to go through a number of different things, you know. Where Indiana, you know, you got to do a show your license, you know, and you can get a pistol or get a gun. And New York, I think it's also illegal to to have a firearm, you know. Um, uh, and so it doesn't necessarily mean that that deters the crimes, you know, just because. The criminals are going to get them. Criminals are going to have them. Oh, yes. And then, you know, gun violence against, you know, uh, you know, kids. Uh, it's just uh, an epidemic, just like, uh, you know, everything else. You know, children are curious. And so if you're going to have firearms in the house, it's best to have them locked up and away from kids, you know, 
especially younger kids and, you know, and older kids as they get curious um, for the simple fact that uh, children are curious. You know, and then you, you have to look at some of the movies and things that they have on TV and some of the TV shows. You know, there's a, a bunch of violence in those as well. So violence is glorified in our yeah. society. But I would say so, if you have the key, keep the key with you. Keep it on your person. Don't, you know, lock the door and then put the key on top of the safe. That, to me, doesn't make sense. Well, I don't know anybody that walks around with keys. I mean, you put your house keys somewhere, you put your car keys up. You know, I don't know that you, you're going to have a key to the safe on your person at all times. And then uh, considering uh, if you have a weapon for home protection and you've got an unloaded weapon in a safe with the key over here, you know, in the kitchen, you you back in the bedroom, you got the bullets upstairs and the gun in the safe, somebody breaking your house, you got to say, hold, hold on, let me run to the kitchen, let me run upstairs, give a, let me get the key to the safe, let me run upstairs, get the bullets so I can load this gun and shoot you. That's not funny. Well, I don't think that's going to happen. There, but there's got to be a way because our children are, dead, are dying Daily gun violence impacting children and teens between 1 and 17 every day. 22 children and teens, 1 through 17, are shot in the United States. Among those, five die from gun violence, two are murdered, 17 children and teens survive gunshot injuries, Eight are intentionally shot by someone else and survive. Two children and teens either die from gun suicide or survive an attempted gun suicide. Eight children and teens are intentionally shot in instances of family fire, a shooting involving an improperly stored or misused gun found in the home resulting in injury or death. So it has to be something that we as adults want to keep our children safe. And with that well, having been said, I'm, I'm going to say that if anyone else has something that they might want to talk about with the shooting, press the one and you'll be live and you can tell us what you're thinking. Right now, we're going to an ad, and we shall be back. If you are in need of life insurance, auto or home insurance, or need help in getting out of debt, call your helpful insurance agents at Prime Financial Services. Did you know if you add a child rider to your life insurance policy, you can add multiple children for the price of one, starting at $10,000 worth of coverage for under $10. Call today for a free quote at 313-293-0979. Mention you heard this ad on this show for a free gift. Want to start a business or have tax issues? We know exactly how to handle your individual needs. 
We personalize each individual and give you the time required to focus on your needs. We audit you before the IRS does. The IRS is not on your side, but we are. We set up companies, do tax preparation, tax and retirement planning, bookkeeping, IRS audits, and reviews. Please call me, Deborah Mitchell, owner of Mitchell & Company, for a free consultation at 248-354-5122. And visit my website, MitchellTaxAccounting.com. We'll be back to the Let's Talk About It, Jenny White Show. Is your food bland and you want to spice it up? Does it taste like something is missing? What's missing is my seasoning, Butch's Bodacious Seasoning, all-purpose seasoning, good on absolutely everything but ice cream. I'm Linda Porter, President and CEO of Butch's Bodacious Seasoning. To get the spice back in your life, call me at 313-393-2738. You won't regret it. Thank you. And we're back. Okay, and we're back to the Let's Talk About It with Jenny White show. Tonight we're talking about children and loaded guns don't mix. And if you would like to make a comment or ask a question, just press the one on your phone. But now we're still talking about in America, a child is shot every hour. Every hour. How about that? In America, a child is shot every hour. That's kind of, that's not good. What are we not doing? Well, what one of the things not we're not doing, you know that... I think it was two years ago they had they made a smart gun, and if you w- were to buy a smart gun, only you could, it would only fire if you uh, if you were holding the trigger. Anybody else, it wouldn't work for. Okay, and, that uh, that's a gun. Yes, they could make actually the rifles and everything like that, but they they saying there's no demand for it because it limits who can actually fire the gun. But seem like that would be one way of really, you know, reducing a lot of the uh, the violence. If, if you stole a gun that you couldn't use, you know, because it wouldn't work except for your your uh, fingerprint or however they they got it set up. Well, yeah, I don't I just... know if I want that type of gun. You know, that's you know, that's just like sometimes I use Face ID to open my phone. And sometimes, I guess, in the morning, I don't look like I, I normally look. Sometimes it don't work, and I have to push the code in. So you don't want to have to use your, go to use your gun, and, and your fingerprints just ain't working that particular day. Your hand swole, or you got a Band-Aid on, or you got a cut on your finger, and you're sitting there pulling the gun. That ain't working, and so, you know, I guess they'll pray over you. 
<laughs> but, it's a good but that's idea. one way of actually limiting, you know, who buys a gun and who could actually, you know, uh, use it. If you're just buying a gun, I'll say, for safety in the home, you know, I don't know if they could set it up for just like you and your wife's fingerprints or, you know what I mean, to stop it from going off in any other Circumstances. Well, yeah, I, I hadn't heard of that before. <laughs> yeah, it's called the smart gun. A smart I have to one. Look that one up. Okay, smart say gun. again. Gun. What? What does it do? You have to have the person is programmed to the person that buys the gun, and so that only the person that buys the gun was registered for it. Uh, will make it work, or else it would not work. Oh, okay. Okay, but we the have big a problem listener. with that is. Go ahead. The big problem with that is we got four hundred and some million guns already in circulation. So, uh, hmm, right. <laughs> how long would it take to, you know, get rid of, you know? Well, we don't know, but we have a listener, and hi, listener. What's your Hi, name? Hi, how are you? Good. What's your name okay. and where are you from? Dorothy from Detroit. Okay, I Dorothy. tested out the Detroit. smart the smart gun. And the way it works, the reason that they're not selling right now is because they're like almost twice the price of a regular handgun. That's what the gun shop owner told me. But when you purchase the gun, whoever is going to use the gun has to be there at the purchase because they take your fingerprints at that time and they actually put your fingerprints into the gun. So if it's two users, two users have to be there. And they code them in. So that's how the smart gun Wow, I never heard of it. Okay. So no oh, yeah, one they've else. been on the market. Like he said, the smart guns have been out there for a minute. It's just that, like like you said, in the morning you might wake up and it don't look like, you know, your fingerprints. Right. You might have combed your hair and put some grease on your hands. You you know. <laughs> right, right. <laughs> and somebody might have break a blister on, on your you. finger. You know, who knows? Right. But. Then you got to run, say, and find your wife. And if she's at work, you're in trouble. <laughs> Or maybe you can go get some paper towel and wipe it off real quick. Uh, I don't think no, uh, a criminal gives you time to go wipe your hands. <laughs> no, you're dead. Right. <laughs> a quick question. If we'll go to buy the gun, then it wouldn't fire just for each one separately? Or it always have to have the two people uh, to release the, you know, like the trigger? Okay, the now, way how you go, how you go have two people's hands on the gun at the same time? Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Well, you know, that's why I was asking the question. <laughs> okay, the way it was the way it was explained to me is only one person that whoever is holding the gun is the person that's allowed to unlock the gun. Oh, okay. But with and their the gun with only, the right. gun is only registered in one name, but there is an alternate owner. To the gun. Okay. So if there's okay. ever a, a crime or something, they can come get both of you. Huh. But it will not fire 
um, with somebody else's fingerprints. Well, that's kind of the trigger. The the trigger is locked into place. Well, you probably wouldn't have to worry uh about a kid finding it. That's probably right. The kids can find it all day long. They can't do nothing with it. A a criminal can break into your house, take the gun. They can't do anything with it except get killed for selling it to somebody else that can't use it. (laughs) (laughs) Somebody else can't do nothing with it, huh? Right. Right. And here you done sold a gun to somebody on the street for $500, and then they find out they can't Mm. use it, and you don't want to give them their money back. That's the problem. Mm. (laughs) Yeah, smart gun for stupid people, huh? (laughs) Right. (laughs) Okay, well... We yeah, need once, it's regist- once the gun is registered to you, it's registered to you until the day that you die. They say the person, the survivor has to go in, take the gun into the shop, and re-register the gun. Wow. I'm going to have to Google that one. I don't think that's a bad idea, though. It's no, a great I, idea I people just want for, for protection. Well, I like I say, I had planned on getting one, but the gun that I wanted was like 400 and something dollars. And then he said, well, let me show you the smart gun. And it was like $800. I was like, well, wait a minute. Just wow. because it can't do this? I told him, I don't have little people in my house. Okay, <laughs> <Yeah>, right. Mm. <laughs> right. Wow. And if I did, it wouldn't be where they could get to it. I'm, I'm smart enough to put a lock on it. Right. Well, that's kind of crazy. Well, today on the the news, one of the uh, people that they interviewed said the problem that people have with getting the gun locks from the police is that they don't want to go into the police station. Well, I wonder why. I wonder why. So now they're advocating that they be placed in libraries and different places. What, the lock? So that people will go in, yeah, to the lock, just to go get the lock. And I endorse that. If you don't want to go into a police station, I'm, I'm all for it if you're going to get one from the library. Just lock it up. Yeah. I have I, had a gun in my house. I have had a gun in my house since. I know over 30 years, I have raised 11 grandchildren and three great-grandchildren, and the gun wow. has actually been in my bedroom up under the pillow. Nobody has ever went in my room and touched wow. anything because you were not allowed in my room because I knew that gun was in there. When I knew the kids were coming, I shut the door, mm-hmm. and they knew not to touch that door handle. Mm-hmm. I'd make you feel worse <laughs> With me, then you would if you'd have shot yourself. <laughs> don't mess with that. <laughs> don't mess with that door, and they never did. All right, that's that old school parenting. <laughs> yeah. Well, yeah, that's see, now you have that's well, some good who stuff. Put the gun? What I couldn't figure out is the last two kids that got shot. They got shot because the gun was up under the bed. Who puts a gun up under the bed? The criminal is not going to let mm. you get up under that bed. Yeah, right, right. No, it don't work that way. 
Well, maybe it fell yeah. and rolled under the bed. I don't mm-hmm. know. Well, probably so the rolled kids would the not. Bed. Well, slid. Okay, I'm like, well, okay. if you knew that it slid up under there, then you go get your broom and pull that sucker from under there. Well, that baby went under there and got it. Now, right. speaking of that, has anyone heard any news about this child? What child? The one that went under the bed and got the uh, the gun. No, and shot himself. They say no. He, I, he didn't shoot himself. He shot his brother. Okay. And they it went into his him. hand and came out through his shoulder. Mm. Wow. They said he was shot in his chest. Oh no, that was that was the one from yesterday. That was Grandma's gun. Right. Is he still living? He's still living. He's in critical condition in ICU at Children's Hospital. Yeah. I was afraid of that. Wow. Now, who was this other person you talking about? That was last week when the, when the child got shot. Went up under the bed and got a gun. And, and to me, when you hear that, Grandma should have known, well, if that kid went up under the bed and my gun is up under the bed, maybe I need to go and get that gun from out of there. Oh, right. I don't know, but like like it was said that who's gonna climb under who's gonna let you climb under a bed to get a gun? If you're not watching the kids, that's where they're going. They might have been playing hide and seek. Mhm. And went up under there, found the gun and I the one thing is I never allowed my children to buy guns for their children. There was mm-hmm. never any of this pow-pow stuff when they told me they wanted to buy their kids a super soaker. My kids said, Ma, can we buy a super soaker gun? I told them, nope, a gun is a gun is a gun. Yeah, I didn't do that either. I didn't play that either. Yeah. And my grandchildren... Right, and my grandchildren do not own guns. Well, some parents do buy their children. Remember the young man that killed the four kids in Oxford High School? Mm-hmm. And they now the parents, yes, and now they're in jail where they should be. Right. Because they said they were buying it for him from hunting. Hunting is a rifle. Hunting is not a handgun. Right. And then they were fleeing the police. Right. And got caught in Detroit. <laughs> they thought they was going to be safe, but they had a they had a, a bounty on them. <laughs> right. So and people... I went on Facebook, and it was amazing how many people went on Facebook because the the bounty was up to $25,000. And black people got on Facebook and said, oh, we're going to go out and hunt him down. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. And that's what they they did. They went out and they hunted him down and they found him. Yep. Well, the guy said he was driving down the street. He said he remembered part of the license plate. 
He said he followed them. He watched them turn into the parking lot. He watched them park. He sat on the street. And then he called the police and told him, I know where they're at. Mm. They told him to drive away from the building. They would meet him, I guess, to get his information so he could get that reward. And mm. then they got all everybody else that they needed to get there to get to go and get the couple. Mm. Yeah, well, well that there were only two lofts in the building. And they called the manager and said, well, the one guy is out of the country, so it has to be the other guy. And mm-hmm. they, the manager actually met them in the parking lot and gave them a, a key to the building and gave them a key to the loft. So all they did, they wow. didn't even have to bust the, down, the door down. They just opened the door and came in there and got them. Mm-hmm. Well, they should have taken their child home like they were asked to do. But I don't understand that school. You know, if you tell a parent to take the kids home, then the parent takes the kids home. So Well, I agree with you on that, but they that's their privilege. Right. In Detroit, your kid would have been walking out to the car in the parking lot with you. Huh. I told you to get the kid out of the school, and that's what I mean. And the kid would have been coming out of that door with the parents. I rode by um, Persian High School the other day. During uh time they were getting out of school, I hadn't seen so many cops up in there. I mean, just riding around looking like they were just making sure nothing jumped off. I was like, wow. And like that's that? every day. They're out, they've been doing that for a couple of years now. When that's, whenever uh, the school starts letting out, they're there on mm-hmm. Seven Mile. Well, yeah, and they're, they they're, on, they're, they're not having it. Hmm, no, not at all. They were deep. I was like, wow. Well, that's oh, a good surprise. thing. Oh, yeah, and they got cops inside that school all oh, day long. Sure. Sure. And each child has to pass the metal detector going in. And there's only one door that they can use to get into school. One door that they can use to get out of school. Mm. Well, you know, so, this, yeah. is, this is our day and times now. This is what we have to go through. The state of urban education, huh? Well, I guess yeah, so. basically. Yes, I mean, basically. And what I don't understand is if, if this is happening at every Detroit public school, why aren't they doing the same thing in the suburbs? Your kids are no better than ours. If anything, your kids are crazier. Hmm. <laughs> yeah. Okay, with that's having true. said that, I have another <laughs> caller. <laughs> okay, call, caller. How you doing? Okay, and how's everyone tonight? <laughs> you know what? Uh, I wonder if it's just the lifestyle of the family. Like, I can remember my uh, cousin, well, you know, her lifestyle was that she had a lot of friends, you know. And um, I can remember that her oldest daughter, I guess she was gone. Her, one of the, her friends tried to break into the house. 
and the oldest daughter had to go and get the shotgun. And she blew that door open. She blew them open. She put them with, you know, get behind me and stuff. And she took the shotgun and blew the, blew the door down. Yeah, I think it's lifestyle has an awful lot to do with it, especially the parents' mm-hmm. lifestyle. Lifestyle is a big thing. That uh, you find yourself, that child finds itself having to defend, you know, do other things other than just grow up and be a child. You know, her, the girl's life is very successful, but she had to, to actually go get a shotgun to keep them, someone from breaking in to hurt them. Mm. It was one of her mother's, one of her mother's friends. And she shot at that door, you know, blew the door open. But, you know, she didn't kill anybody, but uh, he got the message. That's oh, the <laughs> yeah, he might have got some buckshot, too. <laughs> yeah, but it's lifestyle. The more you listen, um, um, you know, it's sad that we have to put something in our house like that. But it's who you let in your house, too. It's a type of lifestyle that you live. That's a big thing. I was wondering, when, in uh, gathering your statistics, did they say, um, is it more prevalent among black people than white or whatever? Did they make any stipulations like that? Yeah, that's right. They bring out any kind of information like yeah. that. Has anybody heard anything like that? I no, haven't. No, I haven't. I was wondering. Yeah. But, but when you uh, you hear these news reports, it seems like it's uh, you know normally in the city, you know, and it's normally black children. At least that's what yeah, it, it seems like to me. Yeah. That's what it seems like to me. So it's, uh, can't just say it's a black thing, but, you know, it just seems like everything negative is a black thing when it comes yeah, to yeah, it does. Reported it like or, or, or reported by the media. You know, it's just like, uh, not to change the subject, but the, the uh, situation, I, I think the other day, I guess a black, black young man, a white, a white kid was fighting, and uh, the police break it up and arrest the black kid. Right. right. White boy is the one that started it, and right. he was like twice the size of the little black boy. Right. And they had so, him sitting know. down while the cops were uh, was wrestling with Arresting the, uh, the boy. And the thing is, is that... They ran up on the boy and threw him on the ground. They didn't give him a chance sure to did. be handcuffed while he was standing, no nothing. They sure mm. did. But, so, hey, you know that's what they do. That's exactly yeah, what they do. Yeah, you know, but mm-hmm. when it comes to weapons and children, it seems like, uh, you know, it never ends well. I know there are, you know, a number of parents. Uh, grandparents who hunt and you know and teach their children you know or how to hunt at a young age with with rifles you know that I wasn't my I never had that experience as a, as a kid and, and wasn't interested in it as an adult because last thing I wanted to do was be sitting out in the in the woods and be <laughs> somebody else's target. 
You know, yeah. Not they were camouflage and somebody accidentally shoots you. You know, that's just like the, mm-hmm. the you know the cop in New York, not New York. I'm sorry, the cop uh, Potter, former cop Potter in Minnesota, just got sentenced to two years for shooting Dante yeah. Wright. You know, for murdering. Dante Wright, the, the young man who was in his car and drove away. The police stopped him. And the cops saying the thought that her taser was a gun. Right. Oh, wasn't the, a lady, gun. the lady that did yeah. that. Yeah, she, she got tried, two years to that. She was trying to kill, uh, I mean, not kill, she was trying to teach somebody. I wonder what he learned. Hmm. <laughs> Not to well, that's just like Derek Chauvin, you know, the cops that were working with him. You know, I think uh, they were fairly new to the force. You know, at least two out of the three, you know, other than Derek Chauvin. So, I mean, you know, certain things are systemic. And, okay, because uh, I, and, and I even just with recently that, found out something that's just, huh, I can't even say it's systemic in Mississippi that has not came out in the news. And that's that, that um, they're killing and shooting black FedEx drivers. They've killed Why? one guy. He was a, Well, the only reason that they caught them was the other day a, FedEx driver went and dropped off a package. He went to back out of the driveway. A man blocked the driveway, so he pulled when he he kept coming out of that driveway because he thought he was about to be robbed. When he when he got around the pickup truck, another one was standing out in the street, and he immediately started shooting at the truck. He the truck driver the pickup truck driver got on and picked up the other guy who was doing the shooting and they actually shot up the side of the truck along with the packages and the guy called the police and the police let him go, let the father and the son go, never to do anything about it. Well, the following day, FedEx told the guy, well, you go back to work and you go back in that same area. And the guy said, no, what I'm going to do is get an attorney. And the attorney brought it to uh, the public's eye and that the other black driver had been shot and killed less than six months ago. Another driver had been killed a year ago. But nobody's hearing about this. Oh, man. No, I definitely hadn't heard about the other FedEx drivers that had been killed. Yeah, one of them was a father of seven, and he left his seven oh, kids and his wife. No, I didn't hear about that. I heard about the one that the, the uh, young man that they were shooting at, the father and son. But uh, they were, and you know, I've heard some people call that the Ahmad Aubrey copycat. Right. You know, yeah. So for the police to just let the father and the son go and and not prosecute them, now the feds have stepped in and they went and arrested the father and the son and they and they're going after the two police officers 
that took the report and did nothing. Well, that's mm. a good thing. And charging them with a hate crime, mm. along with the father and the son. That's a good thing. Yeah, yeah it's, it's a like lot going my, on. A friend of mine told, yeah. reminded me the other day of how this cop got on the TV and said, if you have a problem like that, don't call your local police. Call the FBI hmm. and let them handle it. And then they'll get with the regular police case because if you turn it over to the police and you're in a racist state, it's going to be overlooked. Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's, um, you know, like I heard somebody saying today, America hates black people. So, I mean, that's okay. just the way it is. Right. And so, you know, but they love guns. You know, oh yeah. You um, they said that the uh, the cop Potter, she could be out in fourteen months, and she had a thousand dollar fine. So the judge, as she was, the judge was sentencing her to two years, which was below the uh, state minimum recommendation. Eight years, yeah, recommended minimum for that. If the prosecutors wanted seven years. You know, the judge was up there sniffling and, and getting emotional, saying to look at the look at it through her eyes, look at it through the cops' eyes, and, and then she quoted Barack Obama. You know, and she's up there sniffling. <laughs> you know, saying, saying that you know it was an accident you know, that ended badly. I'm like, recuse yourself. Right. Hey, that's what we have to deal with. That's what we have to deal with. And, and while she was sentencing them, the parent jumped up and and told them that the sentence wasn't fair, and no one from the prosecutor's office had ever discussed that uh, plea bargain with them, which they were supposed mm. to do by law. So let's see what happens now. Wow. Yeah, that's uh. I mean, you know, it's just stolen innocence, you know, from for our children. You know, we really have to protect them in our own homes, you know, because if they can't be protected in in our own homes away from loaded weapons, you know, they don't stand a, they don't stand a chance in the street. That's true. You know, so you know they, but then you got a lot of fools out here with guns too. You know, I've heard of kids taking guns and backpacks to school, you know, young kids. They do. You know, and sometimes, yeah. And sometimes kids, you know, don't know the difference between a real gun and a play gun, you know. And some of these play guns look real. Yes, they do. Yeah, some of these play guns but By look federal real, law, so. they have to put an orange tip on the gun. Okay. Yeah, that's like uh, uh I'm wondering right. how Remington is going to survive because they had to file bankruptcy because they got finally. Gun companies were always protected from being sued, but Remington got yeah. sued from Sandy Hook. And huh? Sandy Hook took place 10 years ago, one day this past week. And Remington uh, had to file bankruptcy this week. Mm. So let's see how yeah. they survive. 
Well, they um, they definitely didn't want it to go to court in front of a jury because they know they would have lost more money, more than seventy three million. If they had gone right. in front of a jury, yeah, they they knew they stood a chance of of losing way more. I mean, the tobacco company lost billions. Yeah, so. uh, TC, what did you say about the Remington? Uh, can you hear me? Yes. Oh, I'm sorry. I don't know if I'm on mute or not. I just said that they had, they had filed for bankruptcy to go out of business and that the only thing that may save them is that, like, they, maybe they may fall under, like, Smith & Wesson or something like that because that lawsuit for $73 million didn't cover all the kids that had got killed. I think it was, like, seven of the kids and two of the teachers or something like that. It wasn't the whole... Uh, you know, the whole group of people that got hurt at, at Sandy Hook. So the other people can now probably f- going to be following the suit, too. So that's why they try to go out of business right quick before the other the other people actually file, you know, complaints. Because there's only nine of the kids that got killed and two of uh, the teachers' uh, family that got that $73 million. The other kids, because I think, how was it, 29 or 30 kids that got killed? 26 people. 26, yeah. Only nine of them get part of that 73. Now, they're looking at the other people now coming after them for the same thing. So that's why they got to go out of business. And now the judge may not let them go out of business. It just depends on what the courts decide. Because I know Remington is bigger than $73 million. And all that was insured yeah. anyway. So, you know, now if you look at the other 20, well, 20 other people that died, if they filed their suit and get the same amount of money, you know, and then that opens the door for all the other shootings that uh, have happened in the last 10 years. So that, this is considered a, a president, a yeah, president, not president, president, but a president setting for for laws across the country. This is going to be the basis of them. So if they go out of business with their name, then the other people who didn't continue with the uh, with their losses, whatever, right? Okay, so they don't get money because. Their their uh, name is different. They're they're gone out of business, right? Right. But but I'm saying the judge may not let them go out of business because of that. Oh, okay. They're trying well, to go I know out of business judge, before anything happens. I know the judge right. told them that they couldn't sell the company to anybody else within their family. Right. Mm. So just in case they tried to sell it to somebody else to in their family and change the name right. and continue, you know, the judge said, no, <laughs> that ain't happening. Right. So hopefully the judge will tell them, no, you can't close down or whatever. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, well, you know, they, uh, <laughs> there's a lot of tricks to the trade. So, you know, they, you know, they yeah. try, try to be creative. 
You're right. You can. Oh, I was just happy that the that the judge saw it first and told them, "Don't try and do that." Yeah, that was good. Maybe they're friends of uh, Donald Trump. He knows how to do it. He thought he did. <laughs> Yeah, well, Trump got his own issues. <laughs> uh, he's got his own issues right now. So, you know, we've got some midterm elections coming up and, you know, some other yes. things. And these folks are steady instituting all these uh, voter suppression laws. Oh, so yeah. It's, uh, it's, amazing. it's amazing, you know. Uh, but I think the Democrats better get it together and, right. and fast because Let the Republicans us hope. get this. House, uh, well, House and Senate back. The democracy is going to be gone. That's true. That's true. Just, just, five minutes, just five minutes before y'all came on, they had a thing about Texas because uh, they, mm-hmm. they started their uh, thing today, and the people that wrote the new uh, uh, the new legislation concerning the uh, voting don't know what to do or how to do it. So now they're they're stuck wow. down there trying to figure out what they just passed. They just guessed and it's announced it about five minutes before we came on the air. Yeah, they were also saying that uh, for people that would normally request absentee ballots from their local jurisdictions, now they have to go and request them from the Secretary of State so they may never receive them. So, you know, and then there are, I think, 21 states where they have – Secretary of State elections with a lot of these uh, um, election dissenters, as they call them, or these people that believe Trump won the election and not Joe Biden. So they're trying to put those secretaries in, in place in 21 states. They're trying to steal these elections, that's for sure, in broad daylight. You're right. You're right. Well... Oh. I'm going to uh, vote again. That's all I can say. Well, we're living in perilous times, so, you know. But we've always lived in perilous times. Mm -hmm. Always done it. What's changed? Except it's out in the open now, right? That's it. Yeah. That's it. Yeah. Right in your face. That's it. Right in your face. All right, you well, Jenny, what well, I think Sometime we had a good show tonight talking about some kids with guns. I think so, too. Um, I, I really have enjoyed it. And I would like to say that anybody that wants to make a last comment, you're welcome. Well, uh, uh, TC, you have any uh, last last comments? Nope, just everybody vote. All right, all right. Sister Lucy? I can remember when I was coming up, all we had was co- co- guns and your holster and cowboys and Indians and Roy Rogers of King of the Cowboys. And Dale Rogers, Dale, Dale was uh, queen of the cowgirls, and we had the caps and the pistols and stuff. We didn't, you know, it was a difference, you know. 
it was a thing to get a, a, a gun set and all that for Christmas and things like that. But I can't remember us killing each other like this. I keep wondering what's the difference. I think it's because, you know, like I say, the home, the home, the home itself, and then the lifestyles of people. That's true. That's true. I remember because Dale Rogers, was it? What's the name? Dale Rogers. Dale. Anyway, Roy Rogers. Roy right. Rogers and Dale Evans. Yeah, Dale Rogers. <laughs> she was the queen of the power girls. You know, we all these power. We all pam, pam, pam. All that. Them cats and all that. It was crazy. We all going back to the black and white. Right. <laughs> yeah. Oh, I, I got a, a, a real quick joke uh, since you brought that up. But not me and my, my brother was seven and I was five, and he uh, I'll, I'll, he always wanted to be the engine, you know. So I was the cowboy. So I, you know, you shoot around the couch. I stuck my head out. He took the broom and threw it and hit me dead in my eye. Oh! I was like, "What'd you do that for?" Well, you said you were the Indian. So I was like, "Oh God!" <laughs> wow. the biggest the arrow. Ever- yeah. yeah, it is. But it's a difference now. There's no. It's a difference. I think yeah. it goes back it's to the different. home and what's happening in these homes too. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And like the I single parent, then you have to work. You know, like um, 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 my my granddaughter keeps talking about that she's wearing a wig. And she said, this little boy keeps pulling on her wig, trying to pull it off her head. And she said, I don't want to turn around and smack him, you know, and stuff. I said, well, you tell the teacher. She said, I tell the teacher, but she don't listen to me. She said, this one time I just got up and walked out of class because he kept pulling on my wig and stuff. So I told her mother. Well, a lot of times it ends up that I have to go up there and call and say, this is what's happening, you know. But he's bothering. Yeah. He keeps bothering. Yeah, she's going to have to smack him. Yeah. yeah, to do she's something. Gonna, yeah, she's gonna have to. She's trying to pull her wig off. Right, right. You know, and then. But she said nobody. She said nobody listens to me, and she told me that nobody listens yeah. to me at all. I said I hear everything you say, and I will call up there. Yeah, you need to go up there and get yeah, that. Right, you know, but I usually call there. and talk to the principal or talk to someone. I try to stay out of it and let it be her mother's responsibility. But yeah, you have to call yeah. up there and talk about this, call up there and talk about that, you know, to make a, you know. But, um, yeah, somebody's going to have to do something. Cause, um, yeah, don't wait too you late. Know, a lot of these kids that get, a lot of these kids that get bullied, you know, end up snapping. You know, they'll yeah. snap on you. She said, I want to, you know, I want to, you know, but I said no. And then we have to teach them how to handle conflict. Conflict resolutions yeah. other than other things, yeah. Yeah, everybody's not trying to do that, you know. Uh, you see some of these adults, you know, you, they so big a fool, then you understand why the kids are the way they are. That is true. That is most definitely true. Okay. I, I, what I, my comment was, we lost a whole generation of children raising children. That is true. We're in the generation the of, of godless. Yeah. We're in the in the a generation of godless children. Mm. And when I was growing up, they it was you got stabbed. You heard of people getting stabbed. You never heard of people getting shot. And now I uh, a lot of the things I'm hearing on the news now is they're going back to stabbing people. Yeah. Uh, 
Yeah, I think, you know, by any means necessary. I think these I think some of these kids now, nah, these kids are these crack babies. I think you right. know, I think that's, that's what yeah. That's what it is. And that yeah, stuff is illegal them. now too. What it's crack legal. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So crack ain't legal. What you talking about? Of uh, uh, what is the weed? The weed, yeah, the marijuana. Oh, say, you have okay. to have a show on different drugs. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we have to. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So you can go get some cocaine from the store? <laughs> I'll take it. Marijuana grows, from, marijuana grows from the earth. Crack is something that is made up in a chemical form. <laughs> right. Give me a pack of Newports and uh uh, eight ball, eight ball crack. <laughs> <laughs> right, I take this orange juice in, and that's fifty-one. Oh, I wow. was with Mace. I was wondering what state you were in. <laughs> <laughs> right. <laughs> huh? Cocaine legal? No, huh? crack is legal <laughs> here now. I didn't hear that. Right, right. It's a hell of a drug. Yeah, now, right. <laughs> so, yeah, well, Mr. My Coleman. Word. Yes. I'm, I'm trying to shut this show down, y'all. Y'all folks ain't got nothing else to do on a Friday night. <laughs> nothing but talk okay. to you, Mister. Nothing but talk right, to you, Mister. Right. Coleman. I want. I want to. Okay, I haven't. I haven't cracked the bottle of wine, but I do want to uh, make a statement, and this is from the bottom of my heart, Maceo. Is one of the best people that God ever blew breath in. All right now. Bless you, bless right. you, bless you. <laughs> I think I might have blown the breath. I think I might, I might have blown the breath. I don't. Thank you for that compliment. <laughs> yeah, thank you, you ahead, for continue. that compliment. You go, you go ahead. You can elaborate on that. Okay. You can go ahead. <laughs> I I don't have enough words for accolades for you, Maceo. No, I appreciate you. I appreciate you. I appreciate the compliment too, you know. We me and Dorothy have been working on something and it's been a you know, a lot of phone calls and it's been a little tedious work, but uh but uh, you know, we made some progress. So uh, I appreciate your patience, and uh, you know, hey, we just had to make it happen. You know what, Mace? I don't know if I told you earlier today, but all week long I have been frustrated. My mother passed in 1979. This week oh, has been very overwhelming for me. And today, my mother came to me, and she said. Do you remember what I used to tell you about a holding pattern? And I said, yeah. And she said, you're in God's holding pattern, so stop worrying about all this stuff. Mm. And the minute I let it go, it worked out. Well, you know, I, noticed, I noticed a difference in your demeanor. Because, you know, during, during the process and doing some of these calls, I could tell you were getting a little frustrated and you know, with everything, and it was understandable. But, you know, then, you know, doing, you know, the last 
few conversations, I could tell that your spirit was a lot calm, calmer, and you know, and it made a difference. You know, it made a difference. I mean, you know, I think that we don't realize the effect that we can have on other people, and sometimes it's unbeknownst to them and unbeknownst to ourselves. I think that you know. Um, I mean, I was cool, calm, and collected through the whole process, you know, anyway. Yes, you were. You don't know how many times that you brought my spirit down to peace. Because you know and I know that some people were about to hear some words that they thought they'd never hear in their career. Yeah, I thought I had to talk you off the ledge. On one occasion, I was like, you know... Yeah, it ain't necessary to have that conversation because it's not going, you know, speed the process up. And so, you know, I I had those conversations for you, you know, and I I take I make it happen. And so you were cool with that. But you know cool what? That, so. If we will remember that God is always in control, it will calm Ooh. us down. It will calm us down. I promise you, that's what helps me. God is well, always in control. In 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 the midst of what I was going through, sometimes you forget. But Mace kept bringing me back. Mm. He kept bringing me well, back. He he. I said, Mace, I'm gonna call. And Mace said, No, I'm gonna call. And I said, okay, Dorothy, take your hands off of it and let Mace do what he said he's going to do. And then Mace would call me back, and he said, okay, I did this, 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 and this. And I would say, okay, you all don't know how many, I I bet in this week, I bet I have not slept 24 hours. Mm. Okay, well, since he did all of that, I know you got a real big wad for him. <laughs> oh, no, 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 that ain't necessary. I mean, you know, just the appreciation. Praise the Lord. Rewarding, you know. A lot of times when you, you know, you do things, you don't get acknowledged for it, or people don't necessarily. Sometimes people forget to say thank you. Some people just, you know, keep it moving, and I mean, you just chalk it up as, you know, hey, you know, it is what it is, no big deal, but. When people do acknowledge you, you know, and, and, and are appreciative of the efforts and the, the things that the things that you do, and tell you about it, that that's priceless in itself. And I mean, you know, that makes you feel good. Uh, yes, of course, yeah. it's supposed to. And with that oh, yeah. being said. <laughs> well, I, I thank I thank you. I told I know I told you earlier in the week. I thank you for birthing your son. <laughs> you know, yeah. well, she went back to sixty four. <laughs> yeah. I mean, you know, I appreciate him too. I really, really do. And I well, and I like being said. Yeah, right, right. And I, I like I like when other people say you know good things about him too. So that makes we me need feel it. good. We do need it. And with oh, and yeah. with that having been said, this <laughs> okay, is what I will say: When you're dead, you don't know you're dead. 
all the pain is felt by others. The same thing happens when you're stupid. (laughs) Figure that one out when you get home. Okay. Mm. And this has been Let's Talk About It with Jenny White. This has been a great show. I appreciate each and every one of you guys that participated. And we'll do it again next Friday at 8 o'clock. We'll be back. All right. Thank you. All right. Everyone have a blessed weekend and please stay safe. Yes. All right. Good night. Bye-bye. Good night. Good night. Then let's talk about it with Jenny White show. With the Lucky Land Plus, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, We've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandsLots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.